Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Paleo Valley. And one of their products that I use on a regular basis is their apple cider vinegar complex. And I use it to help support my energy, my blood sugar, and to promote good digestion. You guys have heard me talk about the importance of stomach acid in the past. Stomach acid helps us prevent against pathogens. So when we eat food, pathogens come in like parasites and bad bacteria. Good stomach acid helps kill those things. It also helps us break down protein and absorb minerals and different nutrients. Well, apple cider vinegar is one of the best things you can be using to help promote the right amount of stomach acid to be produced. And that's why I take this with meals. On top of that, the apple cider vinegar, really it's really good for blood sugar stability. See, when you have blood sugar imbalances, that can make you crash in the afternoon and cause your body to hold on to fat, especially belly fat, which makes you feel hungrier more often, you have cravings. Well, good news, you can actually take apple cider vinegar. Research has shown that it helps reduce the glycemic load and improve your insulin sensitivity. And that is really key for all day energy. On top of that, it helps with weight loss by lowering your fasting blood glucose, by increasing your metabolism improving your muscle performance so you can crush your workouts, regulating your appetite so you feel like you're in control and you're not just driven by your hunger and cravings. It also decreases insulin, and that's key because insulin is the fat storage hormone. And insulin, more insulin we have in our bloodstream, the more inflammation our body's going to produce. So apple cider vinegar is powerful for getting insulin under control, bringing down inflammation, and helping you burn fat for fuel. So what I love about the apple cider vinegar complex is it's a thousand milligrams of apple cider vinegar, about a one and a half tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And then they also combined it with other warming herbs. They have 300 milligrams of turmeric, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory herbs, 300 milligrams of ginger and turmeric and ginger really synergize to have a powerful anti-inflammatory effect in the body. They're also great for the digestion, for gut health, for stomach acid production. There's also 150 milligrams of cinnamon in here. We know cinnamon is one of the best things for blood sugar support and 50 milligrams of lemon and lemon really is good for stomach acid production. 
bile flow. It helps stimulate production of bile, pancreatic enzymes. So we can really digest our food optimally. And Paleo Valley, all their ingredients are all, they're all organic. So no toxins in there and it is really pure and it works guys. So definitely check this out. You can go to paleovalley.com, use the coupon code jockers at checkout to save 15%. I know you guys will love this product. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So many of you guys have been asking my thoughts on coffee. I have a great blog article on coffee, but I also wanted to bring an expert on so we can have a great discussion on coffee. I really think coffee is one of the best things you can use. However, if you're drinking conventional coffee, you are going to learn how toxic and damaging and inflammatory that can be for your body. I do not recommend your conventional coffee for a number of reasons. We're going to go through that there, but there are special brands of coffee and one that I've really looked at in detail that I personally use called Life Boost Coffee. And I, I brought on our guest, Dr. Charles Livingston, and he's a board certified chiropractic physician, a certified wellness practitioner and nutrition expert. And he has a strong passion for helping others to become their best version of themselves and be as healthy as possible, just like me, which led him on a journey to take a beverage that 50% of the population drinks on a daily basis. Of course, we're talking about coffee and make it the healthiest, cleanest, tastiest version on the planet. And from that life boost coffee was born. Life boost coffee has really grown because of, you know, anytime a business really grows, in fact, it hit number 271 on the Inc 5,000 for the 5,000 fastest growing companies in the US. And so anytime a company does that, especially like a nutrition product, you know it's because people are sharing it. People are telling, you know, their repeat customers are telling their family and their friends. And, uh, you know, again, this is the coffee that I drink and that's why I'm excited to bring Dr. Charles on the podcast. So Dr. Charles, welcome. Thanks doc, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you get into coffee to begin with? You know, um, I did not drink coffee until I was in my mid thirties, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and I started like probably a lot of people started, it was uh, drinking the foofy drinks at Starbucks, the, you know, super hyped up sugar lattes and, you know, frappuccinos and all that. That was my introduction to coffee. And slowly, you know, I became aware of, you know, the health benefits of coffee and slowly became aware of you know, how, you know, the, obviously the energy boost, the, the, you know, the brain boost you get from it. And, um, from there, you know, I started to do my research and dig deeper and realize, wow, you know, coffee is, there's a lot of chemicals in coffee if you're not drinking, you know, organic. And then the problem with some of the organics is, you know, they, they, the, the flavor profile for some reason wasn't as good as that's kind of what you always hear in, in, the industry is it doesn't taste as good as conventional coffee for some reason. Hmm. So then send me on a quest to figure out, you know, how can I get the healthiest, tastiest cup of coffee possible? Yeah. And that's when you found life boost. So let's start by talking about the benefits of coffee, because a lot of people think that coffee itself is just a bad thing to drink. Like they feel the benefits But, you know, there's so much information in the health and wellness space. And a lot of people think coffee is bad, but then, you know, some people are real huge advocates of coffee. So let's start by talking about the benefits, what the research actually says about coffee. Yeah, sure. Um, So there's there's a ton of benefits. It's actually, um, 
the number one source of antioxidants for people in the U.S. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because um, <laughs> it could right. mean you're not eating enough uh, fruits and vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's it's loaded with antioxidants and bioflavonoids um, just from all, you, you know, the, the caffeic acids and all the oils yeah. and, um, you know, things in there. Uh, another thing, it's great for your liver health. Uh, it, there's a lot of research that shows on, you know, people who drink coffee, uh, reduced risk of different types of cancers. Yeah. Um, they, they've shown through research, you know, there's anti-aging effects. It can fight against depression. Um, right. Obviously, you get the, 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 the boost with your, um, your energy boost and your, your brain boost from it. Um, they've shown how it helps with Alzheimer's disease. I mean, this is all kinds of, of benefits. Um, yeah. But just like anything else, uh, too much of a good thing is bad. And then... Yeah you know, caffeine is a drug and too much of, of that is also bad for you. Right. So it's, it's a balance. So one of the things I will tell you is a, you know, if you're looking like to balance the health benefits versus, you know, having too much coffee, you're looking between three to five cups a day, depending on the person. Right. And also, you know, how fatigued their adrenals are, you know, you can play those things until, you know, you're a functional med doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody has a different caffeine tolerance, right? So I think that's a big factor with it. Some people are fast metabolizers of caffeine. Other people are slow metabolizers. Sometimes the slow metabolizers notice a little bit more anxiety, jitteriness, things like that. So they have to watch out, you know, and there's other things like magnesium, for example, which actually coffee has magnesium in it. Uh, you know, just natural plants, you know, things that, so, so anything that's going to elevate our adrenals or our, our um, glucocorticoids, right, in nature comes with magnesium, chocolate, coffee, things like that. But for some individuals, they're so magnesium deficient that they need to take extra magnesium. In fact, that's actually one of the hacks I have for people is to take magnesium with your coffee, take some extra magnesium, and you'll notice that it's a little bit more smooth when you take it if you are noticing the anxiety, the jitteriness. The interesting thing too about coffee is those compounds you talked about, like caffeic acid, chlorogenic acid in there, those things actually stimulate autophagy, which is really where our body recycles old damaged proteins in the system. So I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And for many people, coffee can actually help enhance the benefits of fasting, drinking some good, high quality. Right now. That's right. There you go. Doing oh intermittent. Yeah, me too. Intermittent fasting. You got it. And it actually enhances it. In brain autophagy, right? Uh, you know, we know that things like Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, dementia, that's actually uh, what we know is that there's an inability to go through autophagy in the brain. So there's all these dysfunctional proteins, Lewy bodies and neurofibrial uh, tangles in Alzheimer's brains, Lewy bodies in the Parkinson's brain. And so when you're fasting and you're, you're drinking your coffee in a fasted state, you're actually getting compounds in and getting your insulin down so you can activate that autophagy, break down those, those proteins, really clean your brain. Same thing with your liver, right? Helps dilate those bile ducts, uh, which can help get rid of, you know, sluggish bile. So like you were talking about with liver health. So yeah, really a lot of good benefits. Now, you know, I always tell people, if you are noticing that 
uh, you drink a cup of coffee, you should feel great. Like a natural response is you drink coffee, you should feel great. Okay. If you notice you have cravings, anxiety, right? Things like that. It may be either, you know, it's a couple things. Could be something you put in the coffee, like sugar, for example, uh, which we don't recommend. Um, could be the type of coffee. And well, I want to go into more detail about that and compounds that could be in that coffee that are triggering more inflammation. Or it could be for whatever reason, you're a rare individual that has maybe a food sensitivity to coffee in general, right? So that could be that, or it could be again, magnesium deficiency that needs to be addressed. So my question for you here is, what are the compounds, right? I know like, for example, Life Boost Coffee is mycotoxin free. What are mycotoxins and how can they actually, you know, how, how do they get in coffee? What kind of effect can they have on our bodies? Yeah, so mycotoxin is basically, um, it's mold, right? Yeah. Uh, there's like aflatoxin, A and B, uh, there's a bunch of them. Um, and so what happens is, you know, if, if it, your beans get wet or damp, they have a tendency, just like anything else, it grows mold. Yeah. It's like mycotoxins are not just in coffee, they're in all types of foods, yeah. right? Um, so, but you know, beans and things like beans tend to be like higher in them, right? It's high, it's higher amounts of mycotoxins in like uh, grains and then yeah. also like chocolate. Coffee can be like, can, can be one that tends to aggregate more mycotoxins if it's not treated properly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, so what we do is we always, you know, when, when the beans leave the country, they're always tested for this and they have their threshold. And then when we get the beans, we also, we basically, we do another test. We send it out to a third party lab and we'll test for mycotoxins plus like 400 other toxins and heavy metals, pesticides, yeah. those type of things. Cause you know, for us, it's important to be the cleanest or, I mean, this is something I'm drinking every single day. It's something you're going to drink every single day. Just, you know, it's like, it's not that one cup that's going to kill you or it's going to bother you. It's going to hurt your health. It's, you know, the accumulation of all these cups over time. And right. then when you take something like coffee, you take those toxins and it's, you're basically concentrating them into a cup, mm. right? So the pesticides, the herbicides, you know, all the stuff, the heavy metals, whatever is being, you know, conventional, whatever, whatever's being put on those beans, you know, it, you know, when you concentrate that into a liquid that you're drinking, you know, that has a tendency to accumulate what we call bioaccumulate over time. Yeah. So whatever you can do, like I'm all about, you know, taking tiny steps for your health. Yeah. Right? So anything you can cut out, you know, do it because you either yeah. pay now for your health or you pay later. <laughs> yeah, so true. I mean, you know, our, our, my nutrition philosophy is you want to maximize nutrients, minimize toxins. And so, you know, coffee is loaded with good nutrition, but if you're bringing in all these toxins, then you're actually causing more harm to your body. And this is why I don't drink, you know, your typical conventional coffees out there because, you know, they're one of the most pesticide sprayed plants. And then like, like we were just talking about mycotoxins are a really big issue. And some people have pretty significant negative uh, reactions to mycotoxins. They don't, they don't know because, you know, mycotoxins aren't frequently talked about in the nutrition circles. And so people will respond negatively to things and they just think, okay, I can't eat that food or that particular thing. Or it, and it certainly can happen with coffee. You might drink, you might have tried some sort of coffee. It may have even been an organic coffee, had a bad response to it, and it may have been the mycotoxins and you didn't know it. 
Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Yeah, for sure. So this is definitely something very, very important to avoid. You want to make sure when you're looking for coffee, you're getting it organic. You're making sure that you're getting it mycotoxin free. So those are key buzzwords to be looking for there. That way the organic means no pesticides, herbicides treated on it, mycotoxin free. And ideally, like you said, that it's actually lab tested, right? Because they could grow it on an organic farm. You know, they can kind of... uh, you know, produce it in such a way that would limit mycotoxins, but unless it's actually being tested there, you know, you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's interesting. You know, you don't hear a lot about mold or mycotoxins when it comes to health, but it is like one yeah. of those underlying things that can really, really have detrimental effects. And that's usually Absolutely. like with back in the day when I was practicing and even when I have friends and family come to me and ask me health questions, that's now one of the things like, you know, if they're like, I, I don't know what's wrong. That's usually what I go to. I'm like, you need to be tested for molds. Right. And mycotoxins. Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Like, especially those cases where people have made lifestyle changes, they're taking supplements, things like that. And yet they just cannot get over the hump. We're thinking mold, especially, you know, if you notice like you wake up in the morning, your nose is running, or if you consume something and you kind of have like this histamine like response, a lot of times that's mycotoxins or mold reactions that are taking place where your kind of nose is running. You might feel like just almost like a little bit swollen, um, different issues like that, brain fog, headaches. You know, these are all really common reactions there. And there's actually a lab test that my team will run on people, my health coaching team called an organic acid test, urine test. And actually we see oftentimes mycotoxins on there. Sometimes we'll run a full mycotoxin panel and we see so many people high in mycotoxin, like very high mycotoxin levels. So, you know, this is definitely an important consideration you've got to take when it comes to your health. Now, When I think about coffee also, a lot of people get acid reflux, right? Drinking coffee. What have you seen with that? And I know that, you know, you, 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 with life boost, you really tried to create a coffee that would not have a reaction like that. Yeah. So that is a great, that's a great question. And that was something that we just discovered haphazardly, um, right at the beginning of the company, we just keep getting these testimonials in about our coffee saying, I can actually drink this. It doesn't hurt my stomach. And so after, you know, several dozen came in, I'm like, there's probably something to this. So we go in, we start exploring like the process, like we've got like a 15 point process of, you know, how we, we check coffee, like our procedure of like what makes a great coffee, a healthy coffee. Right. Um, And one of the things, you know, as we're developing this, one of the things we noticed was that because of one, the region that's grown in, you know, it's high elevation grown, which one keeps mycotoxins off of it. Mm, that's interesting. Um, it's because it's harder, you know, the higher up you yeah. get, the less oxygen you get. Right. Um, so it's harder for mold to grow. Um, but then also because of that, we allow the, another thing we do is we allow the coffee to mature. Yeah. Fully. Mm. And that slow maturation of, somehow lowers the the caffeine or the the acid levels hmm. yeah that's so, interesting um that is it's like that and across of how we roast it um we ph test to make sure we're you know i think we're like 30 percent above you know conventional coffee and acidity or yeah we're lower in acidity 30 percent of the other coffees 
because we're we, we test all our batches you know just to make sure that you know that's one of the things that's you know super important now yeah. it, it is like low acid because i didn't realize until then that that was such a problem that people haven't been able to drink coffee for like 20 years yeah uh, <laughs> because it was hurting their stomach and then all of a sudden you know they, they try ours and they're able to i'm like oh my gosh you know i, yeah. I didn't realize that was a an issue yeah, that's so good. And if you are drinking coffee that irritates your stomach, it may also be a warning sign that you actually have a weakened uh, mucosal membrane along your stomach. So you you want to do other things too. Number one is obviously you don't want to be consuming really harsh acidic things. So you want to get the right coffee, but then also you want to do things to help support that stomach lining too. Like maybe aloe vera juice is actually really good. L-glutamine can be helpful. Licorice root. You can drink some herbal teas with like things like marshmallow root. That can be really helpful. Also could be a good idea to get tested for something like an H. pylori, which is a bacterial infection that will lower your ability to produce stomach acid. Because actually, believe it or not, when people are reacting poorly to things like vinegar or, um, or, or, coffee like when it's kind of that pain in their stomach so oftentimes they're not able to produce enough stomach acid believe it or not and their mucous membrane in their stomach wears down and then they drink the coffee and it irritates them so but I, what i have found too is you know even if you have a good healthy intact uh stomach lining it's still good to get a coffee that's not too acidic okay so i think that is a good principle and just the fact that like you were talking about you're allowing it to fully mature you know i think the full maturation is going to increase the amount of antioxidants as well it just makes sense in nature um you know that there's there's more protection needed there at full maturation so you're going to get more antioxidants and uh, i think that's going to be really important there as well yeah, no, and that led me to create a probiotics coffee. Mm, well, yeah, that's right. That's interesting for 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 gut health. Um, and the one thing with probiotics is that you know we could only do a cold brew with this one because heat would kill. Yeah, it, right? right. And yep. so, you know, after the beans were roasted, we found this incredible probiotic that we sprayed and it, it has you know, 12 different strains in it and one of the strains actually was trained over seven generations to go through the body and seek out mycotoxins really so kind of cool yeah i was like wow so interesting how nature works right it, it is. so this is a kind of bacteria that naturally cultivates on the coffee bean no no oh no. okay was, um something that we add this so this is like what we call like a functional coffee Oh, gotcha. So you added this blend. Yes. Yep. So we, we like, I'm very big on the purity of the coffee and making sure. So like all of our coffees, uh, except for our Lux line, all the coffees use the same coffee bean. Right. Um, and then like, like with the probiotics, we'll add some probiotics to it in a specific mm. way. So it doesn't kill it in there. It's got a high absorption rate and your body can actually use it. Right. Um, but people have to cold brew it because if they heat it, it'll kill it. Right. That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that if another way for low acid is also adding using alkaline water when mm. you, you brew your coffee as well. Yeah. So that's, you know, I've got alkaline water in, in my, this is actually yeah, the probiotics cold brew. <laughs> right, right. I'm drinking. Yeah. But um, yeah, use alkaline water. It's another great way to, you know, help with the acidity as well. 
Hey, I just want to take a quick moment and tell you about my new book, The Fasting Transformation. I am so excited about this book. It is a functional guide to help you burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. Fasting is the most ancient form of natural medicine. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting improves your blood sugar and your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in your body, optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and helps activate stem cells and deep cellular healing. Guys, you're gonna learn so much from this book. You can check it out, The Fasting Transformation on Amazon or on our webpage, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. So check that out now. You guys are gonna love the book. And if you have a chance, leave a review on Amazon. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's good. Now I've heard this term called shade grown. So a lot of people market like shade grown coffee. What what are the benefits of that? Are there benefits? What does that mean? Yeah. So when coffee is shade grown, one, um, it allows the coffee to mature slower because it's okay. in the shade. It's not in the sun beating down on it. Yeah. So it doesn't like when like when it, when coffee is like grown in the sun, it matures much faster and you, you, the, the, these are the type of coffee that get, you get the jitters with, right? Yeah. Um, and that and Robusta beans, which ours are Arabica, which is um, a higher grade bean. Um, and then, you know, the other thing with shade is, you know, allows the coffee to grow to full maturation. It, it gives a canopy um, for birds. So the birds are natural insecticides. Oh, right. Pesticides, right? Because they eat yeah. the insects. Yep. So it's that whole ecosystem that drives. So not only are you you drinking health, healthy, amazing coffee, you're also helping preserve and protect the environment and the wildlife. And that's super mm. important to us. Um, yeah, that's definitely good to know. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's yeah. yeah that's well, let's go back to the type of beans. Yeah. You mentioned Arabica. Yep. Right. What are the different types of beans and what are the benefits of those, those, you know, what do you so, think is the best? So the, the two major types of types of beans that you see are, uh, Robusta and Arabica. Um, okay. Robusta are, are the ones that are, you know, the, the cheaper ones. Those are the ones that don't, you know, taste as well. And mm. they're like super high caffeine. Yeah. Um, and Arabica are, are, are the ones that you see more of the specialty beans, more, um, you know, they're, they're, they're the, the bigger, the healthier type of a bean. Right. And then there's all different, you know, you know, kinds from Marig, Mar- I can't even pronounce it's like Marigype, Marigype, or, um, and then the bourbon mutations, there's different mutations and then there's different strains that they do all kinds of crazy stuff now. Um, just trying to, um, create all these different beans and then you have the different regions and how they're grown um, anywhere from you know Africa to you know Indonesia to Costa Rica to Brazil to, you know to Colombia obviously um, and ours is Nicaraguan so hmm. we use small farms in Nicaragua that are close to um, oh, reserves so we try okay. to get, you know, as natural and healthy as possible on these small farms. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause when you're using the big farms, they're typically doing things in a non-sustainable way and also using a lot of the chemicals. 
Yeah, well, I mean, this is like it goes back to like the food supply. How do you yeah. buy the masses, right? Right. Um, you know, so you you have a tendency to figure out ways to, you know, obviously <laughs> grow tons, um, yeah. and unfortunately, you know, a lot of times they'll use the the fertilizers and the, the pesticides and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what's the difference between like a dark roast, medium roast, light roast? How does that work? Yeah. So the roast is like how long you you are basically roasting the beans. So a lighter roast. So the difference is the lighter roast, you're going to have a little bit more caffeine. Um, you are going to have, uh, you're going to be able to taste more of the flavors in the environment. Okay. So like, if, like for instance, ours is grown around guava trees. So you'll have a little bit of a guava, you know, cool. essence in there. Um, a medium roast is the best of both worlds. You, you've got, you know, caffeine and you've got, um, you, you kind of got more of the flavor of the environment, um, but also a little bit more richer, darker, chocolatey caramel taste that everybody mm. loves with coffee, right? And then a dark roast is going to be, you know, a little bit lower in caffeine because you're roasting it longer. Uh, but you get that rich, deep, dark, chocolatey, caramely taste of coffee. Hmm. So it just depends on what you like. And I drink, you know, from my company, I'm like, I'm always rotating. I'm just trying to taste different flavors. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, because I, I just, for me, it's like quality control, me going, you know, through everything and making sure everything tastes amazing. Uh, and two, I just like the variety. Right. Um, and then, and then you can get like espresso is just an even darker version. Okay. Now espresso typically has more caffeine. Is that correct? Yes, but that's due to how, how it's, um, when you make it, so you're pressurizing it, Mm. right. Okay. Pushing it through, um, with a smaller amount. So it's like, yeah, it's extracts more concentrated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, kind of like you, I really didn't get into coffee. In fact, you know, I, I really only started drinking it recently. My wife was big, big coffee fan. And so, you know, after marrying her and having kids, uh, you know, I started drinking it because it smelled so good in the house. And I was like, <laughs> man, that smells so good. I've got to have some of that. Yeah, it's so, uh, the best smells ever in the house. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Love, I love putting it in my car because I'll take some to friends and stuff. Yeah. And like instantly the car just smells like coffee. You're like, man, this is, this is great. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So now my mom or my wife's got a, a coffee maker. She'll make espresso from time to time. You know, she'll do all the different types. So she like, you know, she's more of a coffee connoisseur for me. I'm learning here as I'm going, I'm like, what's the difference between these roasts? What's, what's an espresso? So this is good. I know the health benefits, but, uh, but not all the, uh, you know, specialty types. So it's good stuff. Now, what is your favorite type of coffee? And let's go through like your morning routine. Like, what are you doing? Obviously you're a health leader, right? So, um, so let's talk about like your nutrition, what you're doing on a daily basis. Yeah, sure. Um, so every morning I usually, when I wake up, I'll drink like either kombucha mm-hmm. or greens powder. That's the first thing I do when I get up. Right. Um, and then, you know, I was doing the, what is it? Citrus pec, modified citrus pectin. In yeah. The morning. Yep. For detox. Um, yep. Yeah. For detox. I ran out. I have to get more. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I do that. Then I do either a greens or a kombucha um, just for yeah. overall health and gut health. Mm-hmm. And then from there, usually that would be like at eight at like 10 o'clock is when I would, I would drink my coffee. Um, yeah. So I fast until like one mm-hmm. um, the coffee. I do what they call like a coffee fast. So it's a coffee. I put um, collagen and MCT oil in it. Yep. Uh, just, you know, for that instant energy boost. And yeah, for sure. For sure. Into aging effects. And, um, I actually, we created our own anti-aging creamer, which has got, oh yeah you know, we did a, a powdered MCT and a powdered, a grass-fed collagen. Yep. And we added Epicor, which is, um, it's like a prebiotic that's you've got a, a ton right. of immune benefits that doesn't change. Yep. Like my big thing is like, I don't want to change. Yeah, it's like a fiber. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, the flavor of the coffee. Right. Yeah, so yeah. This, this goes perfectly with it. Um, yeah. And I, I've been doing that for years. I absolutely love it. It's like my ritual, the thing I look forward to most in the morning as well. When I get up, I'll like, I'll listen to a few Bible verses. Um, right now I'm going through Psalms uh, in the morning and then I'll write three or four things of what I'm grateful for, for the day. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And then I start my work day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Great way to get going with the day. And I, I just want to touch on that too. Actually, believe it or not, waiting about two hours after you get up to drink coffee is actually, you're going to get more of a brain benefit that way. Because when you wake up in the morning, your cortisol, typically it should be, if you're if you're you know healthy, it should be at its highest, right? It's like kind of high and then it starts to gradually drop. And about two or three hours after you wake up, it starts, you know, it, it's, it's lower. And so that's actually a great time to drink the coffee to get you kind of that natural boost right at that point. <clears throat> and it'll be more sustainable. Otherwise you kind of waste your, your naturally higher cortisol levels in the morning um, because you're throwing the coffee on top. So I actually always wait about an hour and a half to two hours after I wake up before I drink coffee. I usually drink two big glasses of herbal tea, different types of herbal teas. Cause I love the warm beverage, you know? Yes. Um, so especially this time of year, right? We're doing this in the winter. So I love the warm beverage. So, uh, I'm an earlier riser. I wake up typically around six or so, and I'll drink, uh, herbal teas in the morning. And then from there, then I'll have my coffee usually around eight, eight thirty or so. And, um, yeah, it's great. It's much more sustainable. And so it's a great habit to get into. And then also, yeah, adding like some MCT oil in there, uh, great for helping boost up ketones, and that will also help you be able to fast longer. Uh, so you get the benefits of autophagy, of fat burning uh, throughout the morning, blood sugar stabilization, all the brain benefits. So yeah, I really like uh, that that combo there. Now, what are you typically eating in your meals? What are your uh, your lunch, dinner? What is, what does that typically look like? Right. So I used to do a ton of keto. Yeah, uh, I was really heavy. You know, I was keeping my carbs down to like. Yep. You, you know, at one time it was like 25 grams or less a day. I never did like yeah. any, really any lower than that. And then I bumped it up to like 50 or less, but my wife is doing a fitness competition and to make things easier, I just switched. She's doing a more of a macro balanced diet. So I added yeah. like rice and potatoes and, um, things like that. Back I still try to avoid gluten as much as possible. Yeah. Um, the only dairy I really get is um heavy whipping cream but there's right. no lactose in that so yeah. it doesn't really jack with my stomach yeah and low protein as well because a lot of people react poorly to casein so yeah yeah so yeah so that's i prefer that over butter um yeah 
And then, yeah, so like I'm eating like wild caught fish, uh, chicken, you know, grass fed beef, mm-hmm. um, like we'll do rice, we'll do, um, you know, potatoes or sweet potatoes, uh, you know, obviously vegetables. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, right now it's pretty much the same thing every day. <laughs> we're yeah, very she's on that fitness competition. She's yeah. like being super strict on, uh, yeah. What so we avoid getting, going man. out with friends during this time. Yeah. Uh, which is the sad part, but you know, she, she's got a goal and I want to be able to support her on that. And, yeah. That's great. What are your top five favorite foods that aren't healthy? <laughs> they could be healthy or not healthy. Oh, top five favorite. Well, definitely pizza. Yep. That's one of our go-tos. Um, pizza. I have a huge sweet tooth, man, <laughs> so, like cookies and baked goods. So if I'm eating unhealthy, you know, like the fall season when everything pumpkin spice comes out, when all the delicious Christmas cookies, oh, yeah. all that, that's, that's my window to, to splurge. Right. Yeah. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, I'm tired of this. I need to eat healthy again. Cause I feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, ice cream. I love ice cream. Yeah. So any variations, like we'll do, like, uh, they have a, these amazing keto. I got it at Costco. They're like yeah. keto yeah. ice cream bars made from like, you know, I think there's a little bit of dairy, coconut milk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they are delicious. Uh, so yeah, as, as much as I can, I'll do alternatives. Like right now, you know, instead of cookies, I'm eating protein cookies, right? Almost as good. (laughs) Uh, I think a monk monk brand has got a great fruit or monk fruit. Yeah. Monk fruit. And then there's this brand called, I think monk that great protein cookies or plant-based. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but they have a great like oatmeal spice one and a snickerdoodle mm. one that's good. Um, so I've been eating those. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I got a huge sweet tooth, so <laughs> it's, it's probably. Now let's talk about some healthy foods. What are, what are some of your top top healthy foods that you like? Oh yeah, a good grass fed steak. Oh yeah, I, I love that. Know if there's anything that's right. Eat that. <laughs> now I, I like I like scallops a lot. Uh-huh. You know, that's yeah. usually a go-to for going out. I'm looking for something that's not too heavy. That's, yeah. you know, somewhat clean. Um, yeah. especially when you're on keto, cause you can have butter, right? So, right. you know, they place those things in butter. Yeah. Um, crab legs, obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> who doesn't like a good yeah. crab leg. Uh, and then, you know, I'm because I've eaten so healthy when it comes to like healthy foods, I always, you know, go back to some of the simplest things like rice. Like I love cilantro rice, you know, mm. things like Chipotle, you know, yeah, that's Chipotle, one, yeah. one of my go-to places. If I'm looking yeah. for like healthy foods, I'll do a, uh, you can do a bowl at Chipotle. Right. So that's one of my, one of my go-tos. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. And so what, um, what are some of the, the testimonials you guys have heard since launching Life Boost Coffee? Like what have you been hearing from your customers? You know, one, you know, we get, you know, all, all kinds of people were just saying how the, the coffee is so smooth and delicious and it's like the best coffee they've ever had. Get a lot of people coming in saying that it doesn't hurt their stomach a lot. Yeah. Or at all. Like I can't, they're always like, I can't believe I can actually drink this. Um, right. Another one that I'm starting to see more of is people with interstitial societies. Mm. Yeah. Cause they've um, got to avoid the acidic foods. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, we've had quite a few of them saying, oh, my gosh, you know, coffee is something that I've missed for so long since I've been diagnosed. And, you know, I tried yours hoping that it was a solution. And, oh, my gosh, I can actually drink it. Yeah. Um, things like that. You know, those are some of the biggest ones. And then just people who really care about their health. You know, they're like, oh, thank goodness you come out with the organic coffee that you've tested for the mycotoxins, the pesticides. People will ask for the lab results where we always give those. Um, because we, I mean, there's 400 plus toxins we test for. So if they want to look at them, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. And guys, if you want to try out Life Boost Coffee, you can just go to their website, lifeboostcoffee.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS, just my last name at checkout. That'll save you 30%. So check that out. And they've got, again, all the different types of roasts. He's also got his, uh, what do you guys call it? The biotics blend? Right? Yeah, the biotics brew. Yeah. yeah. The biotics brew, the cold brew with the probiotics in there. Yep. Yep. Do you have your creamer on there as well? Yes, it just came out. <laughs> okay, great, great. So people can try out his creamer as well. And you said that's got the collagen and MCT powder? Yeah, so we use grass-fed collagen. Um, what I like to do is I like to use trademark ingredients because they do actually yeah. on those. So we use something called Solute Gel, which is a grass-fed collagen. It's got GoMCT, which is a, a tested MCT product that's higher in C8s and C10s. Yep. Um, and then the Epicor is in it. And so it's those three. And then L-tryptophan, which just, it helps with. Um, Serotonin production. Exactly. I was about to roll that off the right. tongue. You gave me to That's it. Right. <laughs> you know, and coffee in general is just so good for your neurotransmitters. Yes. So having, having the right amount of coffee, right? Again, just like anything else, you know, you don't want to do too much. The right amount of coffee, though, will naturally help boost up serotonin, dopamine, right? And create a good balance, but it is probably a good idea because we're so dopamine. We're, you know, in our society, we're constantly hitting dopamine because we're scrolling on our social media and, you know, we're constantly eating and snacking and all those things, all those sorts of stimulus really jack up our dopamine levels and create a level of dopamine resistance. And they can also reduce the amount of serotonin that you're, you're producing. So it's probably a good idea. Most people need a little bit of 5-HTP in their system. And I see that when, when we run things like organic acid tests, we actually see lower levels of 5-HIAA, which is a um, breakdown product of tryptophan 5-HTP metabolism. So we'll see oftentimes it's very low. So that was actually a good add in there. I think people are going to like that adding that in the, adding the creamer in there. Now guys, also, if you want to check out my blog article, it's five strategies to get more benefits from your coffee. In that article, I actually go through my top hacks for how to get even more benefits out of your coffee. So check that out as well. And again, if you're, you know, a coffee fan, you're looking for, or you just want to try the Life Boost, definitely check it out, lifeboostcoffee.com. And use the coupon code JOCKERS at checkout. That'll save you 30% there. So, Charles, it's been a great interview. Any last words of inspiration here for our audience? Yeah, here's one health tip that I will give you. Yeah. Uh, and this came from, I had a customer write in and it caused me to do a bunch of research. And yeah. we know that caffeine is a diuretic, right? Yep. So, one thing that you do not want to do is take water-soluble vitamins Mm. with your coffee right because you'll mm, just that makes sense so you're yep. you know, your your b and c vitamins those type of things that are water water soluble take those later in the day away from your coffee 
That make that makes sense. You know, I actually my team and I we did a lot of research on coffee when we wrote this one article because I always assumed coffee was a diuretic, and I actually still caution people about it. But there was actually a study that was done, um, and this was Plus One Journal, two thousand fourteen, and they took fifty men who consumed four cups, uh, two hundred milliliters of coffee per day or water for three days. So one group drank four cups of coffee, the other group drank just water. Now it was a short study, three days. Um, but what they 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 controlled their physical activity, their food, their food and their fluid to try to make it as controlled as possible to see if it was coffee that would cause any sort of loss of water. There were no changes in body mass. 24-hour urine volume was the same. Urinary hydration markers were the same. So and, and the blood hydration markers were all the same. Really? Yep. So their conclusion was coffee when consumed in moderation. To me, four cups seems like a lot, but what they said was that's moderation. I guess for the average, you know, coffee drinker, it might be. Provides similar hydrating qualities of water. While coffee may may not be a strong diuretic is what I caution people. I would still highly recommend hydrating well with pure water around your coffee intake for optimal health and performance. So I actually go through that study in my article there, how to, how to get five benefits. And I also like, um, I'll have people just add like a little bit of salts in, you know, because a lot of times when you are losing water, you can also lose uh, electrolytes as well. And most people, if they're on a lower carb diet, um, you tend to, you, you know, higher insulin levels cause you to retain sodium when your insulin starts to drop, like if you're intermittent fasting or on a low carb diet, you actually, you excrete more sodium. So actually getting a little bit of those salts in there, just a pinch uh, can be actually very beneficial and um, you might feel better. You might have better, better energy that way too. I always so, throw a pinch of salt into my grains powder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yep. And that's, you know, that's an age old trick, a little bit of salt and water in the morning actually gives you extra energy, right? So it's really good stuff. Well, thanks so much, Charles. This has been an excellent interview. And, uh, you know, my audience loves coffee, right? So just like most Americans, <laughs> so I think uh, they got a lot of value out of this. Again, you know, every, we'll have everything in the show notes and uh, check out Life Boost Coffee. Use that coupon code JOCKERS at checkout to save 30%. And uh, Charles, thanks again for your time. And guys, we'll see you on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.